0: Yo yo, welcome back to another episode of BNB podcast where we experts of nothing. I'm Bruce, G-Man, Brian, and we're back. Inviting y'all to another party, gents. As always, what's good? What's going on, man? How's everything? Well, you know, let's
1: let's first acknowledge the missing the missing preacher in the room. De-
2: the deacon is not <laughs> here today. He keep, yeah, service ran long today. Yeah, he, you know. he couldn't get away.
1: It is the a.m., you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> was it the first Sunday? <laughs> <laughs>
0: he had communion Sunday this morning, so he couldn't be with us today. Nah. <laughs> What's going on, gents? It's, the weather is nice. It's 80 degrees today. I'm, I'm about to, shit, I'm thinking about lighting my grill, hanging in the back. Oh, you okay. know what I'm saying? I'm starting to get bougie. Instead of drinking beer, I'm going with the wine. Uh, the bushiness was happening. You you just finally
1: admit it. I, I saw it and I saw it creeping up. I'm like, this dude bougie he got Wi-Fi on his
2: grill and everything. Oh, <laughs> get. I've been on the wine though. I, I stuck yeah. The wine in. yeah, I'm a, I'm a Pinot dude. Oh boy, really? Pinot Noir. Gotta be from Oregon though. I only fuck with the Oregon Pinot.
0: Oh, okay, wow. I'm I'm a, I'm a red wine dude. Wow. Any red wine, I'm, I'm in. Well,
2: actually, because I used to be a Merlot dude. Right. Because you know, at the end of the day, I'm really a whiskey dude. So I wanted whatever wine right. tasted the roughest. That's that's <laughs> the wine I got to remind me of the whiskey, but um, some of them and the dude I used to work with put me on the pinos. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're way better. They're dangerous though,
0: because bro, it's like juice. I know, I
2: know, I know. It's, it's a better taste than the merlot.
0: Well, i was sitting back here. I'm I made my outdoor space, my new work area. Yeah, was, <laughs> but very snazzy, exactly, bro. Yeah, you gotta get comfortable, bro. You going to listen am I'm making my own hybrid work situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna wait for them to tell me. I'm just voluntarily doing it until they tell me to stop.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you doing it until they to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: how I'm looking at it. So, what's bro, good with this, you? It's possible
2: vote in our neighborhood. This this joke on our street or oh, on the roads behind us. Mm-hmm. He wants to build a twenty-four by twenty-four shed. Damn. And not twenty-four inches. You talking about twenty-four feet? Yeah.
0: By twenty-four feet.
2: Nice shed.
0: What? What he building a in ingo suite? That's what I thought it was.
2: <laughs> no, this dude got all type of trucks and sea dudes, and and he's got a lot of toys. So I guess he wants to build like a shed for him, because you see him now. He like sometimes he got so many like shits parked up on the street. He's parking in front of people's houses and shit. So I guess he wants a shed yeah. that can store all that. But they sent out a letter. Saying that because uh, there's some town meeting like next week mm-hmm. or whatever. To, to, if you disagree with it or don't like it or don't want it, you have to go to this town meeting and say like yeah or nay. Wow. Or they said if you don't show up, then that's obviously that like, you saying that you don't you, you don't, don't care. Yeah.
1: Wow. So he, oh, damn, See that, that's that town town living right there, y'all. Like <laughs> I want to put up a shed in my property, but I got to make sure everybody around me is cool with it. Otherwise, you know what? I'm just gonna park my my vehicle's legally on the street and take up all the street parking. Which one you want?
2: Well, well, that's the thing because based on the letter, what he's trying to build is like out of the realms of what the town would permit. Right. So he's bringing it to like, like this town homing and a certain procedure mm-hmm. and asking if everybody the town cool. folk would be, be cool with it. Otherwise, everybody says no, then he, he can't build it. I
1: mean, he went through all that trouble already to get the town to send letters out.
0: Well, the lawyer sent a letter. Oh bro, Boy, oh, damn. I, I'm actually. I, I think I would vote yes because anytime if I want to do shit later, you, now you can't stop me because everybody we already well, got past president saying, well, I, yeah. well, I looked. Up, I looked down the street.
2: So his house is because I can see his house from mine. Mm-hmm. So his house is, and then saw where this slot could be like you know either further away from us. I'm like well, that shit ain't fucking us. I don't give a shit. Right. Like if now if he was like the house behind me, where I have to look at this fucking structure. Every day It might be a different story, but it, it's not affecting my view, vantage point or whatever. I'll
0: be honest. If it's, if it's giving me more privacy, I wouldn't give a shit. Because what the hell are you looking at in the back anyway? <laughs> well, we got the woods in the back. You know, the you know, woods,
2: you know, wife, you like to sit there and watch the birds and shit and call out which different type of birds. And...
0: We can still do that. Doesn't birds, they can just, they just yeah, be actually. flying on top of the, the... The woods equal bugs. So when...
1: You like the woods. You you better like the bugs, too.
0: Possums, raccoons.
2: We in the suburbs. You ain't getting away scones. from the bugs. This, this is nothing but bugs out here.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, how, how was the Mother's Day? Rain. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I actually, my, Mother's Day was pretty good. I actually did a, a barbecue yesterday to make up for Mother's Day for oh, all, all the women in and, and my family.
1: Oh, you got that brisket?
0: I I didn't do the brisket, but we had enough food here, bro. It was like nauseating. Nice, nice. You know, I, the, the the new grill. The new grill got 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 to work out. It, it passed the test. It passed the test, bro. Oh shit! Did yeah. pa- you crab? I no, I didn't do crabs. I did. Um. Well, you know, first you know I did the brisket. hmm My brisket was official. I was waiting for you to come, bro. Oh, wait,
1: I, I I figured, it, but you know. You know, life be happening, but yeah, I, I was gonna ask how how was the brisket? The brisket
0: was the brisket came out better than I anticipated because it was the first time me doing it. Mm-hmm. So I will do it again. Okay. I actually, you know, it was actually on there for uh, thirteen and a half hours. Man,
2: mm-hmm. I don't have patience, well, bro.
0: It was there was no wasn't I just you just put <laughs> I just put it on and walked away. That was the beauty of his grill. You, exactly. don't need patience for. You, if you, you don't put it on the grill, bro. I actually, <laughs> I I I I woke up. Also, what time did you put it on? I put it on at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, see, I'm not doing, I'm doing No, no, anything. no, no. See, what it was was I knew I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. So it was like I already had it prepped and everything. So I woke up to go to the bathroom. So when I woke up and go to the bathroom. I was like, you know what? I'm up. Mm-hmm. Let me just go ahead and light this grill and throw this on yeah. and go back to sleep. And that's what I did. I came out. I lit it.
1: I it, pressed the program.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he said, press the program. No program. I lit it, had it going. For, had It going. It, it went up real quick. That's one beauty of it. Real quick, I put it on, went back to sleep, woke up, took a shower, brushed my teeth, went and got my hair cut, <laughs> came back, checked on it. It was like 9.30, 9.45. Like, nice. Closed it, closed it back. Wow. Did it, did some chores and whatnot. When it came back at like twelve o'clock. Took the temperature on it. Right temperature. Took it off, wrapped it, put it back on it. Took it off maybe about maybe about three. Let it sit until like three forty, like three thirty, three forty-five. Like butter. Mm. I was like, my god,
1: man. So uh, you got burnt ends off that one?
0: I didn't get burnt ends on it, off of it. Um, you had a no. smoke ring. I had a smoke ring. I Had a smoke ring. It was it was nice. It was really good. It was really wasn't it? But um, I did have a little because you know me. I'm used to using wood, so I put wood in the bottom and the wood caught fire, caught flame, and it raised my temperature at one point. So I had to get it down and work, you know, work the temperatures and whatnot. So that. Cooked it a little more than I wanted it to, so I had to bring the flame back to slow it up. So, but it worked out,
1: it's growing pains, yeah.
0: Just wasn't there. I was like, all right, and then yesterday I did beef ribs, and mm. and, and and you know, you got to do the pork, of course. So, I did the beef ribs on there for six hours. Putting it on in. things came out nice and tender with smoke ring on it. Did my pork ribs for five? Bro, it was. Oh, okay. I, I, I like it, but I don't. I don't like it for like burgers, hot dogs, it? What's up stuff with like that. Like that. Is it? It, it needs more of a direct heat. I like you know the burgers to sit up here and go through, and especially hot dogs. Especially people want their hot dogs cooked a certain kind of way. It cooks it more like a. Um, Almost like you're balling them. They heat up, but you don't get the.
1: So you ain't getting that that burnt hot dog. Right? No,
0: you're not getting a burnt hot dog.
1: Okay, so I guess we'll be seeing the little hibachi grill next door. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll see
0: the little red one get pulled out right here <laughs> for for the for the hot dogs and burgers. Yes, yes, yes. Everything else will be on there, but the little, you know. Okay okay that's what it was but yeah bro it was it was nice you know i enjoyed myself my you know all the, the women in my family showed up you know we had a nice time even though it rained and everything we was getting the boogie on you know nice had the music going <laughs> you know a lot of food a lot of good conversation a lot of talks a lot of mending fences. you know family is always you know gates that's open i need to be closed yeah <laughs> it's family though exactly it wouldn't be it wouldn't be nothing else if you don't know, have you know open gates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how was your Mother's Day?
1: Uh, I mean, mine my, my was good. You know, took took the moms, the mothers-in-laws, you know, to uh, Grillstone. Had a good meal. For my first time there, so it was enjoyable. You know, and of course, you know, being the the good son, son-in-law, I'm. I flipped the bill. You know how to work some overtime for that one,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then give the super tip that had the waiter thanking us at the door like, "Oh, thanks, man! This is this is gonna help me put food on the table." I was like, "Damn, damn. damn.
0: okay, put on you. the table. You ain't stealing all the back,
2: exactly." Bro,
1: I mean, I bless him like a buck forty. So, I, mean, who's? Look, that- I mean, I work in
2: a restaurant. I'm never going hungry.
0: Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You yeah, know, me taste that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and me sure that's right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. All right. All so good. good. How was yours, B?
2: Mine was, mine was good because uh, the mom's was out of state, so we went the weekend prior to we'll check her out. It was then the day of. Like, wifey's mom's came through. Mm-hmm. Chatted, chatted for like after church, chatted for a bit, and then she dipped, and then just me and wifey, we actually had cooked steaks on the grill. I was watching the playoffs. Just was chilling. Nice, peaceful day.
0: Nice. Nice.
2: Steaks came out really good, too. <laughs> but the first time I didn't overcook them. Really? Well, because you know me. I'm like, I'm like, Willie, bro. i be like everything burnt. And fast. Well, fast, but I mean, like, like a well done. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to see no pink, red, nothing in, in, right. in the red meat. No, I get it. Bro. <clears throat> but I actually, cooked, when you cooked it, it cut. You know, there was no resistance. <laughs> you that know i was like yeah they came out like really good oh
0: okay okay all right so you know let's 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 get into today's current events you know things that's going on let's get caught up oh. um first and foremost let's you know pass out condolences to kevin Samuels' um family um passed away uh last week um it was, it was last week last think. week
2: started coming through yeah. yeah
0: and um i'm 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 a little uh i was i ain't gonna say a little i was taking aback on the negative comments and from the people these comments was coming from when this man passed away um hmm. it, it really to me people have uh people can i make sure i say this right i'm not gonna say compassion if, if you don't know the person, you really don't owe certain people compassion or whatever. However you feel is how you feel. But people need to understand entertainment from reality. um, And be able to really separate the two. If you sit up here and you want to take shots or whatever at someone for their opinions because you don't agree with it, you just don't agree. Or don't listen. <laughs> don't solicit it's that simple but for them to take shots and have certain things and say certain things this family is still gr- grieving you know we can't lose that at the end of the day and there was one person in particular that i really want to basically say something it's pastor jamal bryant down in atlanta
1: man shot him out
0: exactly for you to be mr, mr. bryant if you ever listen to this podcast, I want you to take this near and dear. You ain't gonna listen to it now. Ooh. I don't give a well. I, I hope somebody doesn't listen to it. I'm a man from the south, and I take the ministry very serious. And to hear a, a pastor in front of a church make comments that you made about this man in his death, to me is unacceptable. For you to sit in that pulpit. You should not be the leader of a congregation, making comments like that and bringing it up during your sermon. During your sermon,
2: what was like one of the
0: comments? He basically said he commented on a man who gonna judge women that they can't have this and they shouldn't do that and they can't do this, and then at his death got to have a GoFundMe account because he don't have the money. You know what I'm saying for his death? Like, you got a GoFundMe account for him? I don't know if that's true or not. But to have that in the church sermon, mm-hmm. to me, is unacceptable. That's that's unacceptable. That don't belong in the church. However your personal feelings, and actually, as a pastor, you shouldn't have personal feelings against someone like that because you, sir, should not be listening to Kevin Samuels. That should not be your lane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a pastor, especially at church, I mean, anything you... you and blessings to his family because you know they're suffering as a pastor you proceeded over many funerals yourself correct. you know the 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 family that survived is what they go through
0: so I mean if anything that's what you just touched on and then, and then kept moving correct but to have it, a negative tone and said it the way he said it with such venom to me no one basically got in front of their church sermon that I know of and talked about his past aggressions. because it's not like his closet is clean Oh, he's got dirty closets. Oh, he he got bones in those closets. <clears throat> he, doesn't, he doesn't.
2: Follow the word of Reverend Mikkilas.
0: <laughs> he's right there. He, he's right, he, wow, he's a part of he? the fraternity of the Reverend Make Me wow. Clan. So, they got bones in their closets <laughs> again. Exactly. So, you sir should not be passing judgment.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, look, I'm uh, I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm ignorant to uh, Mr. Samuels. I mean, I his only relevancy is through the discussions like, you know, that you know, you and Willie will bring up about some of the stuff he said or mm-hmm. posted. So, you know, obviously condol- condolences to the family, of course. You know, condolences to the people out in Buffalo too. You know, Correct. S- boy. Um, but I mean obviously this this was a gentleman that had a had an opinion, had mm-hmm. a following and from what you guys would talk about, he you know, he definitely was on it about men and how women would treat men, or what women would think of men, and what, what, what would qualify as a good man, or what. No, no,
0: no, no. What 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 Kevin Samuels talked about was, in a sense, he was teaching men to. And I'm not going to put words in his mouth. Just my my perception, here. my opinion on on this topic was teaching men to educating men on their value and not accept, you know, some of the nonsense some of these women are, are spewing. <laughs> like, for example, um, there was some women who, you know...
1: Felt that in the nonsense, right? <laughs> when you say? Go ahead. Go, go. You
0: know, I'm just, no, I'm just saying, because, you know, there was certain women would call up to his show and they didn't have nothing, wasn't offering anything, but they had high demands so on what they was looking for in a man but would talk down on the everyday guy. Mm-hmm. And he would basically get at them like, okay, so you want a guy who's making a certain amount of money, who's who can provide a certain, time of life, a certain type of lifestyle to make you comfortable. What is it about you that will make him choose you? And he will break it down for them. And a lot of them couldn't answer. Like, what do you got to offer? What are you offering this person besides your ass? That's going to sit up here and make him choose you when there are a million of you out there that's looking for the same person. That guy has a lot of options and you're going, okay, I want this type of individual. But you can't tell me why he would choose you. I I hear that. So, I mean, and, you know, that was that was a lot of things that got a lot of women upset because and it started the conversation on guys start going okay, started dating women, and they start asking women the question, okay, so what? You know what I'm saying, what do you got to offer me? I can provide this, 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 and this. What can you provide me? And a lot of they started to find out. A lot of women couldn't answer that question, so they start getting mad.
1: Right. I mean, look, the table is a it's a two way table, right? You no, know? you gotta you gotta provide something you ain't the cook, then are you the, the sous chef? You know, are you helping out? <laughs> are you the person providing the ingredients? You know, like, there's a, you gotta you gotta be, you can't just sit down and eat all the time, but like, you know, that, that's gonna lead to some unfairness and some quality issues, and you know, it's gonna be, it's not gonna be a, a great
0: ride. Which is true, and that was just one person's opinion, and I used to say to women that, you know, I had conversations with is what he's saying don't pertain to you. Why do you care? (laughs) If it don't pertain to you, why do you care? Why are you listening to what it is if you don't fall into these categories?
1: Because sometimes you can't. How you say it? You can't when you can't give up, you know, you can't give up the code. It sounds like some of the codes were given up and it's like, look. I'm not one of them, but you can't give up the code. That's that's girl code, right? You know, mm-hmm. Like how this bro code is, you know, there's girl code. Girl code.
0: So I guess that's why they were kind of tight. They could have been, but at the same, like, again, I never seen somebody get married. I'm not married. I'm sorry. Get mad at a bad TV series that no one forced them to watch. If you didn't like the TV show, you turned the channel. That is true. So if you didn't like the conversation... And then it interests you. Turn the channel. Listen to something else. He even said it. Hey, look, get off my show. This is what it is. Was he aggressive with his tone? Yes, at times he was. But at sometimes, to me, I thought it was necessary. You know, fear and
1: hate are great motivators for people to do things. They're not the best motivators, but mm-hmm. they're great at making somebody come out and and speak their mind even if they have no opinion about it or whatever. I mean look Fox News is all about that you know they'll they'll make they'll make these people feel something way and they'll start talking about them like and you'd be like, "What are you? Why are you even bringing up this point when it's not relative to the discussion It's because it's motivated by fear
0: and hate right. you're right, but you know to me, the only there was no, I'm not going to say there was no hate. Um, the fear was, he might be right.
1: Well, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> exactly what it is.
0: That was the fear. And they hated because he might be right. So, I'm um, I'm just going to just touch this last one and then we'll move on. Um, one woman called up and she said, the only type of man that she was looking for was NBA players. You know, so he, so he asked her. so the team president don't do it for you. <laughs> she said, no, he got to be an NBA player. So he said, so the regular guy who may work for job, who may be the president of a company. She said, no. But then she went on and started complaining about god she meet get cheated on you know this and that and he going wait a minute mm-hmm. this is not making any sense you're you're trying to attract the top 1% but you're not saying anything you're offering him besides your ass so what else do you want what do you think was going to happen
1: and what makes the nba player the top 1%
0: because of not money, th- that's the the, the qualifications he's looking for, which is six foot, six figures, provide them a certain lifestyle, the top one percent earnings.
1: Then you know why you're not going after Elon Musk, you know what's his name, Byron, Byron something, who owns all these cable channels. Because they don't
0: have access to them.
1: Okay, <laughs> uh, I mean, look, it just it's, it sounds to me like a flawed. I mean, obviously you
2: well, because for the them, it's not just about the money either. Right. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's the, about the lifestyle. lifestyle. It's the exactly. perception. Like NBA players, a lot of them put themselves on front street and show everybody how they're living. Right. So it's not just about what he got in the bank account, it's what he's doing, what he got in the bank account. I mean. But, okay. that's, but that's what she's at. Not what he's at. That's what she's
1: at. I mean, look, she, she obviously, that's what she's looking for. She sounds like she's young-minded. You know, that's not somebody who's. Who's in their forties and all that is looking for something that's gonna last into when your body ain't gonna be like that when Mother Nature takes its course and gravity, you know, and it's just that's, that's
0: just young mindedness. Exactly, and it's, it is at some of them it's irrational minded. And I'm sorry, I know I said that last, but just for <laughs> something, to, just no, just just another example. Mm-hmm. There was one, there's one woman who was, I think she was like late twenties, early thirties, and she said she had. I believe three kids by three different daddies Mm -hmm. and she's looking for a guy who was going to you know, help stabilize her and, you know, provide some of the benefits that, you know, that can help, you know, help her basically with these kids, you know, and someone who's going to go through. And he was like, okay. And she wanted somebody who not, wasn't married, don't have kids, you know, this, this and that. And he was like, so you're looking for a guy who's going to come through and you want him to basically be the leader of, of your of your tribe. She was like, yes. And and he asked her, well, what are you offering and what type of security, you know, that you're going to provide this man that he's he's going to want to step into that role? So she was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, that guy you're looking for, you're asking him to step into a role where he have to deal with, multiple um, baby fathers. Mm -hmm. Deal with multiple kids that are not his. Deal with you with the interactions with the kid. Those are then the relationship aspect in itself, as well as you said, provide a home and security for yourself. What guy that you're, what are you offering that guy that's going to make him secure to provide those benefits for you? And people's getting mad at that, and I thought that was a great question.
2: Those are good questions. Those are good questions. I mean, I I've had not. I mean, he didn't invent that point of view, right. but I mean, I've had the conversation before in the past too. Like when, <laughs> when you hear people, either male or female, present this list of the type of person they're looking for, and the first thing you ask them, well, "What are you bring to the table?" If right. they're bringing this to the table, you got to be able to at least match right. or surpass. Otherwise, uh, why would they fuck with you?
0: Exactly. What's the benefit to him?
1: Yeah, especially if this person is the, you're asking for the creme de la creme of your, of, you know, of your choices. Mm -hmm. Everybody's looking for that. Right. Who's (laughs) looking for that? (laughs) So this guy has options in terms of who he can choose because that's what everybody's looking for. And, you know. You're, already, you're starting from a deck that's been already dealt out, literally.
0: Right. So, you know, again, all condolences go out to Kevin Samuels and his family, um, hmm. you know, his passing. And people who are out here with these negative comments and throwing these dirts really kill yourself. <laughs> because if it was someone that was close to you, you would be very upset. Someone made some of these comments that you're making. And, you know, his his mother is still living. You know, it's, it's it's just to me it's just nonsense. It's classless. Right. Mm. Okay. Yes. All right. Um how you guys feel about um the Supreme Court getting <laughs> <laughs> <they> found out <laughs> that he trying to know reverse Roe versus Wade and somebody snitched. <laughs> 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 That's they, they was doing it behind the scenes.
1: First of all, when I'm hearing about, like, oh, this is a leak. I mean, it's not a leak. The Supreme Court has been going this direction from when um, Bush was in there in terms of turning conservative. So this is not brand new. This is just finally all the, the chess games. Now they're starting to play their king. All the pawns and the uh, the other players – They've been played already. Now we're playing king moves. The bishops and all that already went. So this is a an end point. They're about to call checkmate on Roe versus Raid. So at this point, it's like, everybody's like, oh, I'm like, this is exactly why when Obama tried to get somebody in the court, McConnell, you know, and his turtle face was like, oh, you know, we can't allow this. The voters need to choose. And then the moment, mind you, that was like months. Mm-hmm from before Obama's term ended. But a month before Trump's presidency ended, it was the same, it's not the same, even worse, where he got to nominate a a Supreme Court and they went through that at rapid speed. Mm -hmm. Oh, a president should be allowed. Mitch McConnell turned face without even blinking. Right? So this is what they've been wanting to do it was finally going to happen. I think the leak came from the conservative side. So they can push the agenda and make people, the conservative party, make those followers, because, you know, these elections are coming up, get them revved up. Because there's only a couple things that get, like, the G- the GOP and the conservative um, get that community revved up. It's like abortion rights. It's gun rights. Like, those two things will get them... Go walking and marching, no matter what. You can slap a, you can slap a girl. You can grab the pussy, like Trump did. They don't care about that. But if you are for those two things, for sure, we'll back you.
0: It's already been proven. I think GOPs are frauds. And 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 this is why their talking points don't match. They say they're not for big government, mm-hmm. but they got their hand in everything for government to control. Correct. If you're not for big government, then the government shouldn't be involved in certain situations, which should be your calling card. Abortions itself, me personally, I just think abortions is a is a it's something that shouldn't be open for discussion. That should be a personal choice. Yes, I I believe that. Um, So to make that into you know, take it off the federal government and make it a a, a local, Mm -hmm. so where the states are going to set their own agenda on how they want to do it. Okay, if that's what you want to do. But you are really, any woman right now that vote for any Republican need to get your head examined.
1: Yeah. Because I agree,
0: it's the attack on women and their and their rights to choose, and not just on abortion. Like, and I, I ever seen before since the maybe well, I wasn't around, but reading in the books in the fifties, sixties, maybe the twenties and thirties, and a lot of these women and whatnot are standing there and just a in it, not really just because of party lines, yeah, until they're in that situation, you know. A- I, I agree.
1: I agree. I think I think this the GOP party and you know, to each his own, first of all. But the thing is, they definitely are hypocrites when it comes to that kind of rhetoric. Um the woman's right to her body, and that's basically what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like abortion is a medical thing. And first of all, let's let's get the history right because we are experts of nothing. The AMA was basically founded on abortion kind of rights. Right. These things were happening and they're like barbaric abortion procedures. Because remember back then if you you know, you got pregnant, it was like you can't have this, then here comes the, the hot the hot um coat hanger technique and all these other gruesome things that would occur.
2: Very inhumane procedures. Yes. to Get rid of the, the child.
1: And then therefore <laughs> The American Medical Association was born to regulate this practice. is one of their founding principles, which is why the, that foundation was formed. So we can turn, take this out of these barbaric practices and make it a medical procedure. And thus, the AMA was formed. Now, these are just funny facts that mm-hmm. it's not funny, but it's like. The foundation that is probably, I don't know where the MA stands right now on it, but it was formed because of abortion, officially. And did you know that the states that want to um, criminalize abortion are also the states where Pampers are going to be or are already the fourth highest consumer item a family will purchase? These facts blow my mind because it's like, if you care about life so much, are you giving out free natal care? You know, pre, pre, you know, prenatal care is that happening? Are you helping these families? Are you are you giving like free schooling or baby or babysitter care for these for these families or, or mothers that that can take care of these kids? Are no, you...
0: no, because they don't want government handouts. See, <laughs> well, well, let's ask the real question.
2: Why do they want to overturn Roe v.ersus Wade?
1: Money. Well, yeah, because you could charge the most for Pampers, most for health care, prenatal vitamins. Yeah, like this this is money generated. My my
2: opinion? Population. What's the biggest growing demographic in this country among people? It's people. I'm saying whose numbers are growing and whose numbers are shrinking? Hispanics. Minorities are growing. Mm -hmm. Yes. The white numbers are shrinking. If we keep letting it go like this, we're going to lose power no matter what we do, no matter what vote we put in, because we ain't going to be here to maintain control. And a lot of these women now, these career women are pushing back when they have kids or if they have kids, because they're building their career. While, at, and those numbers are always been the same, where the lower income families are usually the ones with the highest number of births.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I don't think that's the main reason, but I said that that's taking into consideration because when you stop abortion, the numbers will start going up because now you can't get rid of these babies. You have to have them.
1: Well, by the by, what you said the people that are having these babies are the people of minorities so basically you're non-white yeah so you're saying they're being sandbagged with 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 the cost of baby ownership when baby ownership no because
2: because no it's, just, it's, it's a numbers game in this aspect because mm-hmm. the people they don't give a shit about the baby once it's born that,
1: that's that's my you know I'm point saying? so
2: so why are you so hell bent on making sure these babies come here because you ain't doing a damn thing for them once they get here
1: that that's and awkward. a lot of
2: the programs that were that were here in place to help, you know, low-income mothers or whatever the, the child, like I said, free health care, medical attention, prenatal care, all that stuff. They're trying to get rid of those programs. Mm-hmm. So, 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 if you're not doing shit with the baby when it's here, then why should I help on having that baby come? The numbers are dwindling. Well, the numbers dwindling, but they're not the no-
1: ones making the numbers.
0: Yeah, they
2: are. No, okay. so they're, so they're the ones that hold the power. See, if we if we keep shrinking, how are we going to hold on to this power? We're, we're, we're starting to become outnumbered. Once we become outnumbered, what power are we going to maintain? Or How much harder is it going to be to maintain that power once we're outnumbered?
0: Well, see, I'm going to say something that's going to be a little controversial. <laughs> that's why I asked uh, the question. Just a little bit? That's why I asked just the question a to stir it up. Okay. I honestly believe the woman is under attack and it's mostly in the southern states because the old white man won't go back to the old white man slave mentality. Where they get away with rape, have kids, and they're not held responsible. That's why they're changing the rape laws like they did in, in Texas. But well, we're not going to do this. We're going to go after the rapists. Well, how are you going after the rapists? If this woman can't, you know, sit up here and have an abortion of of if she got raped, so if, if you're trying to control what this person can and can do with their body, when will you stop? What what's the end game? What's the stop point?
1: That see, you just bringing up you and Brian brought up these two points that I think are are part of this argument. Mm-hmm. It's if you give a damn about these. By life so much, why does the caring of, of it stop once the baby has sufficiently left the womb? Mm-hmm. Right, because I don't hear nothing about how great care is after that situation. The other thing is, where is it going to stop? Because I think I think this is just the start of them grabbing back stuff that they felt they were losing power on. Correct. So. When I start hearing these arguments, you know, like, oh, don't, you can't talk about it like that because it hasn't happened yet. And I was like, why do I need it to happen to prove that it will? Like, this is all about you grabbing an inch, but you ask, you won, you're asking for a mile, but you're grabbing 10 miles. Like, this is just a start. A, a conservative court, Supreme Court, will only push conservative. Views because once we challenge things, we bring it to the Supreme Court as the last, you know, fight. So of course, if it's a conservative agenda, a, a conservative court will approve that agenda. It, it, that's why they were talking about, you know, uh, uh, Biden. Please don't pack the court, or you can't pack the court. That's unconstitutional. Nothing the Constitution says we we're supposed to have nine Supreme Court justices or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, no. The thing is, we have. They made it in their favor, and they're going to push these agendas. And these agendas are stuff like voting laws, right? Redistrict, redistrict, Redistricting. Thank you. Thank you. Um, stuff like the census. Why do you think this last census was so controversial? Because they were trying to omit the, the immigration vote and all that. Like, you can't put it in if you're not part of it. When illegal immigrants might not be legal citizens, but they are legal tax paying personnel in this country also so they do have a, a, a say so it's like all these things are to keep them in power like mm-hmm. Brian was saying and I think all these agendas are starting to reach a point where they they're they playing their chess game and it's like they're moving their king around They so around I'm
0: not even gonna say it's a chess game because they get getting no resistance oh they're getting oh, resistance oh no it's definitely a chess game there, there's not, this reason why I said there's no resistance okay the Democrats got the House, got the control of the House, mm-hmm. the Senate, and the President. Mm-hmm. And since they got in there, nothing. I, I agree. That, that's they a- they wanted, they want they just putting on a show. Well, we're we going to just do this, and just so you can see who's against it and who's not. But they're not wielding their power. So to me, they're just as complacent. Well,
1: I, I, I'm not going to go as far as you because Joe Manchin represents the. The, the Manny face, you know, like back in, you know, He-Man cartoons. Joe Manchin is a Manny face. He's a he's a Democrat and Republic face. Because every time he, it's like we ever get to that point where we need that one vote. So um, Kamala can decide mm-hmm. it. He's the guy we got to be like,
0: come on, please, Joe. And it's like, because you know why? You enabled him. He he, wasn't able he was enabled from the beginning. That's my point of his of, so, of Biden's presidency. So not even just through the whole process, mm-hmm. he fill up here. He has a position now where yep, you made him that more that much more important. Mm-hmm. So to me, do the house, do whatever it is. When when the Republicans when the, when the Democrats had it wasn't what they do, we don't care. what' just this is what we're doing. Take it up in the courts. Yes. Correct. They sit up here and they did this. You know, he wrote, you know what I'm saying, Trump went in there and well with the pen. This is now and blah, blah, blah. This is yeah, what we're doing. Executive orders. And this is what it is. Correct. Where is AOC? Where are, they, where are they, the Democrats person that's all sitting around and whatnot, always hollering and screaming before? Now, no one is really sitting up here saying anything, except for this one woman who they had a, a Democrat caucus, and she stood up and go, what is going on here? And... Just one Democrat person who stood up here, who's going out supposed to be taking the temperature. Mm-hmm. She was complaining about all the inflation, which we're going to get into in a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing about it? The response from 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 the Democrat caucus was, "Well, we're not getting that as a as as an agenda from the American people." And, and her response was, "Well, you guys are not asking the right questions." Correct. I, I think the the DMC. Um
1: we, we, we have an issue with messaging and staying true to dinner table um, conversation pieces, right? Because at the end of the day, what matters to you, if you're Republican or not, is how much you're paying for stuff and what you're paying for, right? And then you start seeing things like, you know, we we're tapping into the next segment, but it's like, where the money's going, and yep. you seeing all these billions going here, billions going there, and then you start, you go to the supermarket and you're like, why does why does can of peas is four dollars? Like there hasn't been a can
0: can sell in <laughs> like a couple of years, if you notice, <laughs> right? That, that was like an everyday thing. So what, so since we're talking about it, let's just get into the segment of of the inflation. So okay. go ahead. And, so we didn't got come back to it. All right. Well, the inflationary, you
1: know. I'm going to call bullshit on inflationary with, with supply chain issues. Supply chain issues has turned into the panacea of why everything is is messed up. Yes, there were supply chain issues where factories in Asia and southern you know, Pacific islands shut down. And we weren't getting those cheap goods and products that we got where it was cheaper to get it from halfway across the world than right here in our own country. Right? So I think, yes, that was a part of it what i don't what I don't understand is why is it inflation goes up when you and I make more money per hour therefore we everything has to go up to me that's a way to keep the worker like you and I because we're blue collar it, it means that we can never get ahead and there was a brief one the day where we were getting ahead right where things were so cheap for us the quote unquote good life was starting to be good like yo. I got money, I could, you know, I could burn it on these Jordans, not worry about paying rent, right? I was getting money from, you know, unemployment benefits and stimulus checks, which was supposed to stimulate the economy. And the people who didn't have the money were stimulating the economy. Where do you think all these cars went? They didn't just junk all these cars. People bought these cars, right? People were buying cars when we were at home on the Internet. When we couldn't do anything, people were out there buying cars on the Internet. And I know because I was out there trying to buy a car. And I was like, people are actually buying cars, sight unseen, from dealership level and clearing lots out. So why would a company force workers to make cars or whatnot when they're able to sell their cars, the current inventory, at a premium? What is the impetus for a business to be like, we're going to flood the market, we're going to bring it back? Um, I saw that with the toilet paper issue. Right. The the president of Marcal came up and said, the problem is we can ramp up production and we can restock the shelves. But once we have this stock of shelves, people won't buy any more toilet paper because they bought as much toilet paper as they need and then some. So his job as a shareholder, as the person who's in charge of shares, shares and all that is to make it so that you as a shareholder in the company will keep making money or will invest in him because he's making a business decision of keeping that price high. Whether it's through, um, through great business decisions or through supply, whatever, it's, he got to make his decisions. So he's, it's not in his best financial interest to make it such that toilet paper is so available, the price has to drop. So I think all these issues, why do you think everything we use in terms of just regular stuff, has had a shortage at some point. Bacon, milk, eggs. It's baby formula. Well, oh, that's a whole other, you know, the baby formula. That's shortage. the new one. Yeah. It's, it's, there you go. You said it. It's the new one, right? <laughs> baby formula. Like, we really have a shortage of baby formula. So, first of all, when it comes to products and demands, what's being exposed here? America is that there's only a couple of companies that make everything we use. Right? Literally there's a handful of companies that make everything we use mm-hmm. and then there's companies that fine tune these products to everybody and, and distribute them to different parts of the country. Like meat. There's only like four meat producers in the country. And from those four you get every, every other meat brand or whatever.
2: Yeah, they just create other lines of business. you know. But it's all under the same umbrella.
1: Yeah. There's it's only like four food producers in the country. There's Nestle, Kraft Foods. Um, there's like two other. Goya. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. Goya. Yeah. it's So from there, you get the other brands. And then off-brands and off-brands. Formula. There's only like three formula makers in the country. Abbott is the one. Then there's, I think... I think Abbott's similar, but there's like other ones too. Abbott had to recall whatever for some some deaths. You know, sometimes you got to do that FDA, I understand. Abbott had to sh- recall their formula, shut down their plants. So there was a little shortage going on in the market. They're still waiting for the FDA to approve the plants to open up, which is increasing this shortage. But the White House is saying we have stabilized the shortage. So there's that mixed messaging. If you're looking into it, it's like how we have a, how can be stabilized when if you need that specific formula because it's it's only a specific formula. We're not across the board, but it's causing hysteria because it's the babies. You've, you got the babies starving. <laughs> now when you buy when you Bruce you you know you you mentioned you know when your son was born. You had to use a specific formula or whatnot. When you bought that formula, didn't you buy it in bulk? Well, and when it only was sold in bulk. You couldn't buy it in cans. There you go. You see? So, stuff like that, you buy in bulk because mm-hmm. you don't, I just need enough formula for two days. You buy enough formula because it's sold in bulk, but you buy enough formula the last couple months at best.
0: No, I couldn't oh, afford that.
2: Weeks. No. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like, like a week or two, yeah. Probably right. Like in weeks in advance, yeah. Right.
1: And, and that's the other thing, the affordability of this stuff. It ain't cheap. So, well, former is one of those funny things right now that's like, really?
0: Well, I, I I honestly believe the reason why we're in a situation we're in is because nothing is made here. True. That's the, that's the biggest problem. True. None of the goods are really made here, and the ones that are made here is now holding them hostage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Preach. So, if you listen to... You know, the last two three president elections, they all said the same thing. Uh, we're bringing the jobs back. We're doing this. We got some from make America great again. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to open up the plants. I'm going to force the companies to bring them back. If not, I'm going to kick them out and everything. And that's all the rhetoric for code of, look, you guys are making it here. You need to cash out as much as you can while you can. And we need to go from there. The hell with everybody else. This is all about the haves. And the have-nots just gonna yes. continue to have-not. I agree. So that's that's the way I see it. Everyone <laughs> they, they sold everybody on the fact of, you know, we made more vehicle, more more eco-friendly vehicles, you know, with the gas, and then you know, shut down the coal and stuff like that. So automobiles run on more cleaner on f- um, fuel instead of fossil fuel, and now there's no coincidence that majority of the vehicles that's on 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 the road are more eco-friendly that the gas prices shoot through the roof mm-hmm. because they're no longer the coal business and, and stuff like that are are not needed. So now they're going to charge you more for gas. Mm-hmm. So this, this is all a part of pre, the pre-plan. Now you're just seeing the effects of everything else. And companies going, okay, well, you want to take me out here. We're going to cash out over here. Hmm. And that's all a part I mean, of the that,
2: That's always been a business plan, though.
0: Right. That's true.
2: There's always been a business plan.
1: Uh, I think it's the dark side of the corp- the capital model of business.
2: Yeah, yeah. We used to make this much. Now we're not because this many people are no longer using our product. So for the people that are to recoup the money we lost, we got to raise the price of the product on the people that are still using it. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. And in actuality, what that does, though, is funny. Because there's, there's always a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. What that does is you raising the price of that said product is now, over time, going to turn more and more people away off from using that product. Yes. so, so you're it's almost you're almost pushing your customers
1: out the door. It's a it's a force mechanism. So if you want to push <clears throat> electric vehicles, one way you do it is by making tax incentives, which is why mm-hmm. they they offered that for EVs. The other way is increase the cost of it's competitive mm-hmm. gas, so if gas is so much, I haven't heard much. So many people talk about electric vehicles, right? Until recently, I'm about to look into this, and I'm like now because that tank. And look, I understand it because with my pickup truck, it was never a joke to begin with. But now it's like it's actually depressing, <laughs> Going to, literally depressing. Like
0: yeah, that that thing is like two hundred dollars now. It's almost full up. Hey,
1: look, <laughs> same, same I'm serious. It's, it's literally like. It's going on 150. It's no joke. It's no joke.
2: Oh, oh, oh. All you guys want to be fancy. Yeah, no, it's not. All, all, all you guys that, that, that can't ride around mediocre. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, me and my little midsize sedan, it's still only costing me about $30, 40 to fill up my tank. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody, what did it cost me for? Oh, like $30. That not going up that
0: much for me. Oh. oh. I st- I still drop my same forty. I ain't I ain't going no more than forty dollars. I gotta get to a half a tank. Let me get forty. That ha- half a tank is my e. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Whatever you need to make t- you feel. But, but I'm
2: saying, but in actuality, you're not saving money. Though.
0: No, you just. I'm not, you're not spending you're just, less. You actually, you actually, yeah, <laughs> you're actually buying gas more frequently now. No, I'm not because I don't drive. I don't drive no, much. But what I'm
2: saying is, when you say, regardless of how much you drive, mm-hmm. when you say e is now your half tank. Mm-hmm. When
0: Before you used to let your tank get to eat, no, I never let my tank get to eat. I'm talking about you know, before the gas, no, I th- never theoretically. I'm right.
2: saying most people when they go fill up their car is when they tank get low, right? That's when you go fill it back up, right? But if you now you're talking about you starting to fill it back up at the halfway point, mm-hmm. now that said person is now going to the gas station more frequently than they did before because you're not letting the tank get to eat, right? You're not letting it get to, at least to that, that last quarter, you, you're filling it back up again in half, right? So you're not, you really. <laughs> No, no, you save money money at that. No, I'm not saving money. You're manipulating how much you spend at the gas station when you do go, but in the long run, you're not really saving money.
0: No, I'm not saving money, but I always only let my vehicle get to half a tank. I don't, the most I let it got to was a quarter. I never let it get to E. I was just half a tank. I used to go to the gas station. Unless I'm on the highway, I'm, you know, going like doing a, uh, a
2: a I was dangerous.
0: Well, I used to be able to ride to E. Yeah. No, you're I, like, like like twenty miles still on, on that e. Nah, see to me, I thought that was damaging the vehicle. I
2: mean, they
1: say, they say it's a pump in there. I mean, they, they say it's that, that, that you're right, the right, you're pumping, you're pumping the sludge because you have the pump oh,
2: like, <laughs> the sediment like at the bottom of the gas exactly tank. You, you, when you let it get that low, we'll start filtering through the pump exactly. I, you, and I say they will kill the engine, but it say it's not good.
0: It's almost like it's it's almost like you clogging your arteries because now you 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 be basically pumping the sludge at the bottom. Oh, you are sucking the last the, exactly. the last of that pig feet. Exactly. <laughs> all that all that was name you had sitting there that you supposed I've to digest. Had, I've had multiple
2: mechanics tell me don't don't like don't ride on E.
1: Right. Well, I mean, obviously it's not good to have a pump work harder, right? Because that's goal, <coughs> well, but it's like a machine. So at some points it's gonna work hard, at some points ain't gonna work. I understand. But what Bruce said is one of the reasons they they keeping the price high. You said I don't drive like that anymore. Or I stopped driving that much. You made a change. Whatever reason, you made a, a conscious decision not to drive as much or to use that gas as much.
0: No, I haven't I never my work wasn't any way it was. I never really drove much. Yeah. So I, it's not the fact know. that, you know, I stopped making <laughs> just say I changed my wasn't it? I actually drive more now than what I did before. Before I only time I drove was on the weekend. I commuted. Well, so, so I'm not, I say, I actually save money before the gas, <laughs> right? gas shortage than I do
1: now. I, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm in tune to these markets, especially when they start talking about, you know, gas and stuff. And I'm hearing things like, Oh, the problem is America is sitting on more money now because due to the pandemic, they were able to pay off their debts. So there's less debt per household. There's more savings. And the other thing is, they're commuting. They're being more responsible with how they use their commuting power. They're, they're being more efficient. So instead of going out just to grab one thing, they're going out to grab two or three things. And these, these are economics, economics, you know, professors talking. This, I'm like, wait, because I have more money to spend, that's the driving force to keep that price high. Because the price of oil the per barrel, last I heard, was like 109 when it was 109, let's just say mid last year, that's when gas was starting to creep up to like that 360, you know. It was like, wow, it's starting to really go up, right? So, why is it then was fine, but over now, it's where we are. It's
0: like damn near 450. Right? Because because well, it's it goes back to when we first was talking earlier. But people working from home, there's less people on the road. Mm-hmm. More people working hybrid, you know, people are not visiting as much. So we need to make this up. Yeah. And, and that's part of it. Just oh, yeah. like, you know, we was talking about the city right now. How much New York City is going to really suffer because a lot of these jobs are not coming back. Well, oh, they're there. It's just... People aren't going well, into the city. To the, that's what I'm talking about going into the city and the businesses is not making as much because there's not as many people there if, mm-hmm. if the tourist is not there. So this is the same thing now. There's not too many people on the road like there was because people are working from home. Or, and because people are working from home, the frequency to these places is not there. So for the people who are there, we need to make up for the ones that's not. So we're paying for. You're paying for people who who are basically on the hybrid. And they just passing it on and everything else it's for food, do everything else. Even when they said it's a food shortage, there was no food shortage because through the pandemic, what suffered? Restaurants. Mm-hmm. Soon the pandemic started moving, all of a sudden there's a food shortage. But I never seen the restaurant close because they couldn't get food. Only people who couldn't right. get food was the consumers.' Mm-hmm. So they wanted you to go out and spend money to eat out more. Correct. So they can sit up here and, you know, recoup some of this money. Look, we gave we gave these businesses big money. Somebody got to pay for this. And, and here, this we <laughs> exactly. here we are. Exactly. Here we are. That tax break got to be paid for. Here we are.
1: Here we are. And I, I think that's the... I think that spending is going to bite the the Democrats in, in the ass when it comes voting because emotionally, people are going to say that. They're going to go to that voting booth and say... They're not gonna think, they're gonna emotionally say, When Biden got up became president, I started paying more for everything.
0: Of course. This was this was set up this way.
1: That's why he's gonna lose, or the power base we have will get them you know, decimated simply because of that right there.
2: That's not the only reason he's gonna lose. I mean there's a lot of Democrats that are not impressed with Biden's presidency.
1: Biden is doing a good job. The problem is, is, Biden- he? is yeah. he doing a good job. He is doing a good Look, you, you're getting paid more now than you were, right? Yeah, that's it's just that's, everything went up. That's, that's because, because of
2: Obama. That, that's because <laughs> I, I, I earned it. I'm not, I'm, just, I'm that nice of what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: Biden has nothing to do with what I can pay. No, nah, what what it is, <laughs> Biden Biden was set up to fail. Yes. Basically, what it was, was the Republicans knew, especially the ones that was against Trump in the beginning, he was a one-term president. So what they did was they set it up to let's get everything we can right now. And in the process, we know we're going to lose, but we'll get it back in the next term and continue the the, the process. Mm -hmm. Stall, stall, stall until we get it back. And by the time we get it back, we'll control everything again. And then we can continue to push on what they want. Biden just was the guy who just. it didn't matter who was running president against Trump. They was going to win.
1: He was just a cleanup.
0: Exactly. No yeah, clean. he, he
1: was done. I mean,
0: he, he even knew it. Right.
2: That's, that's why two years before it was time to vote, he was already talking about a okay. conspiracy about robbing the, robbing the election. Right. He knew, he knew he was out. So that was his last just effort to try and
0: stay in there. He knew he was done. Exactly. See, he, he did, What he did was he showed them on how you can maximize your your, your state. And how irrelevant the President really is yeah that 's what yeah. he did, yes, because correct. now, which is crazy to me, Florida's the most expensive state to live in now,, and that used to be the retirement state, exactly, so you got the Governor of Florida who made all these things, which today somebody needed to slap him with the dummy stick for going after going after Disney and taking away their things, so now they got to foot the bill for all the Disney bills when Disney was a self you know what I'm saying? Self contained, self-contained contained entity. Yes. Now they took on all the Disney debt because he wanted to sit up paying his chess out. Now everybody in that county, property tax went up twenty five percent. I mean he, he knows the thing about flo
1: the country's getting older. So we got this this um um the boomers, right? The baby boomer generation is now retiring in mass. They're taking their retirement savings and places like Florida, which was like, you know, like you said, retirement state. So they got spending money. Right. They're not. These are not broke people as a whole. These are people that worked all their lives and finally are now living off of their retirement benefits. So instead of it being towards, you know, buying a Porsche or helping my grandkids with this and that. Now that money is going to start going to property taxes that went up. To gas and all these things in states that had
0: it. See, it wasn't. I, I, I got to stop you right there. The What's average that? person that retired is not going to Florida and buying a Porsche.
1: Well, I mean,
2: well, <laughs> I, I, I'm
0: generalizing. I know you're generalizing, generalizing, but the average but... person is not going to buy a Porsche. The average person. That's is when basically... you buy a Porsche when you get to Florida. Exactly. What happened? <laughs> That's when you buy <laughs> the Porsche when you get to the Florida. A, but most people, the I mean, average person, can't afford a Porsche when they retire. You know, a lot of people retire and don't get that lump sum to where they sit up here and you know they go sit up here. Well, that's the thing; they're
2: supposed to be creating that lump sum while it was working.
0: Supposed to and can't. Well, no, and no, no, yeah, everything. i hear what you're saying,
2: but that's that's what you're supposed to be doing, allegedly. So anybody right now, well, again, in the, in the midst
0: of their working career, you be working on a nest egg now. What? Well, but that's that Porsche. Movie. Listen, life happens to where you can't save up for no Porsche when you retire. And when I mean my life, I'm talking. To push kids in college paying these student loans mm-hmm. uh 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 inflation in costs just for everyday thing mm-hmm. uh, repair on your existing homes to where you may not when you're ready to sell to go there you're not getting that money back mm-hmm. that you may have been basically going through and then now you're on a fixed income mm-hmm. so you're going down there and you the, the the big thing like as a matter of fact Delaware is now the big push to go through because of the affordability for for retirees. It's not even Florida because they saw it and they forecasted where they themselves priced themselves out of it. There's a
2: lot of crazy people in Florida too.
0: And, and, well, that too. But <laughs> a lot of crazy people in Florida. But you know, and and, and Texas, is now is stepping up to be where everybody is flocking to. I ain't going to Texas. I'm sure. not going to Texas. There's too many too many,
2: many, too many rural areas out there in Texas. No, te-
1: Texas is not a uh, sustainable. Texas got wildfires. Texas got cold variants. I mean, not cold rain, but cold temperatures where they have plants that can't handle that because of climate change. It's not a viable place. People are
2: moving there in in droves. I know. And it's because. Well, I've been saying this for for a long time. that You you figure most of the population in this country lives on one of the coasts with east coast to west coast and that bottom coast. At a certain point in time, they're going to get overpopulated and people are going to have to start moving inland. It's going to have to happen. Everybody, the majority, 90% of the country can't just keep living on the coast. Right. In the room, in the resources, you're going to have to start moving inward.
1: And that's why the GOP is playing chess because they have the inland states. That's why they, now they're doubling down. They're putting voting restrictions and all that. So when you come over, because most people on the sides of the country are, you know, progressives. And when they the center of the country is more conservative. That wave of progressive movement because the cost of living all that and because everybody's going to start transitioning to fixed income, I mean, fixed, fixed income, mm-hmm. you can't... This, this side is too... Fluctu- it, it fluctuates too much. These, the coast, coastal cities, it's, it's too much fluctuating in cost to survive on a fixed income and you're living longer. So you'd be good, you know, you got 10, 20 years left. Now you're living 30 years more after you retire, if you retire at 60, whatever, 65. Because remember, they're at 62 where they start collecting that age bracket. Um, that group has to go where the money will last longer, and that's more inland. And The GP's already got their teeth in there, and they're already making it such that by the time you get there, that's what's happening like in Georgia, right? Or Florida, so to speak. Georgia and Florida, same mm-hmm. places, where they redistricting the voting zones. So places that they know more people will come to conservative and um, progressive wise, they are minimizing their electoral count, their seats in the Senate and the Congress. They're doing that already. And it's happening. But it's like it's it's a pawn move here, pawn move there. So by the time you and I get to that point, a place like Florida, which is purple now, might literally be red.
2: It's already red, bro. Also, well, Florida's red. It,
1: Florida, Florida's red because after Trump. Before Florida, before Trump, Florida
0: was like... Red. Florida was like a...
2: And Georgia's always been red, except for this. This, exactly. this was the first election where
0: Georgia voted Democrat. They were always a red state. And as soon as they did, they redistricted. Yes, yes. But North Carolina started that on the low.
1: That's what I'm saying. This is chess games. They
2: Well, I, I, I but, mean, it's but, chess games, but it's also true to... The history of those states. Remember, these were the slave states. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Georgia, yeah. North Carolina, South Carolina,
0: now, what, Mississippi. What it is is people need, all the Confederate states. people need to stop running to these so-called high-profile cities. Mm-hmm. And so they are, and they need to really, when they start going through and really trying to go through, look at the redistricting and seeing what it is. Because I, I was down in Georgia during the voting period and stuff. And I was just riding around with my brother. Everywhere we at, there was lines for people to vote. Majority of places where people didn't look like us, there was no weights.
1: I mean, that's by design.
0: I know it's by design. It's
2: definitely by design.
0: And so to where they wrote where they even try to write the law to in Georgia where you can't offer a person in line a bottle of water. Exactly.
2: That's, that's, that's
0: a design.
1: federal crime. Yeah, it's already in it's in, in yeah. law already.
0: Now, I don't know if that went through. Yeah, that went through. It went through. They went through. They went I know through. there was a lot of pushback on that. No, they went through and whatnot and stuff. It went through the Senate. It was pushback, but it went through. It was the governor. Who's going to stop them? Unless unless they made it. A, unless the federal the federal government stepped in and made it a federal law,
2: which goes which goes back to why black people minorities need more ownership stake. Because like for some fucked up shit like that, well, who's going to stop the the that 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 type of shit? Unless mm-hmm. let's say. The owner of the Atlanta Hawks and the Atlanta Falcons were both black. They'd be like, yo, this we'll go through. we would be taking our team. We're leaving your state. That right there, that gets government's attention. I,
1: I agree, but... What that, is,
2: the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, the Baltimore uh, Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. Owner was black. All three of us. You do that, we're, we're all fucking out of but, here.
0: But that's they did what, that. That's what happened with Disney. Yeah. but Disney spoke up on the fact in Florida that they said you can't... You said something about... I know it was like a, a LGBTQ plus type conversation. Mm-hmm. And, the thing, and they spoke up about it saying, you know, this wasn't right. And the governor basically, because they spoke up about it, he yanked their charter. You know what I'm saying? So they're not a self-entity no more. But wind up fucking himself, though. And Right. but up well, fucking that, that the and, county. Right. End up the, yeah, and fucking the county. And just for, you know... Spite. Right. He's he not getting voted back in. No, well, he's nah. running for president. He.
1: The problem is DeSantis is doing what he want to do because his numbers allow him to. Right. He's not getting penalized. He's being, he's being so dressed to be a president.
2: You next just president. said mm-hmm. taxes went up 25%. Mm-hmm. They're still riding with him. Yes. Well, yes. then fuck
0: yes. him. That's my point. Fuck him. Y'all, y'all about to go water anyway. But that's, that's my point. That's what I'm saying. People Literally. talking about, you know, this not like how the hell Florida became the most expensive state to live in in, in the United States. How is that possible? And people are still down there. in a lot of rural areas, too. I understand that. No, I'm saying so. Right. To the effect of how it became the most
2: expensive, because there's a lot of parts of Florida. There's just land. Ain't no people there or very little people. There's a lot of just areas of Florida that ain't nothing going on.
0: Well, on that note, people, I hope y'all enjoy, you know, your invitation to this party. (laughs) And remember, we're experts in nothing, so don't
2: try to come back with us with no fact checking shit. (laughs) Cause, cause we don't care. I see that right now. We don't care. I got facts. You know what I'm saying? Come at me. I got opinions and points of views. <laughs> Is it,
0: Jerry's the Tucker Carlson of, of that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're
1: not interested in the input on this one. Because we touched on a lot of subjects that are hot buttons right now. So please let us know what you what you got to say. Give us your
2: feedback. Oh, you got him with the info. You ain't not do that in the beginning. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, you're right. Uh, don't forget to follow us across our um, podcast platform um, Apple and, and Spotify you can leave us a message so that we can basically have our part two of you know our listeners um, interactions with us and we our read them off spots. again you know I thought that was a very entertaining you know episode mm-hmm. also you can send us an email at podcast 21 at gmail.com and you know again let us know how we're doing what you want to hear what you want us to talk about and we can go from there. Um, yes, sir. Before we, we break out, um, Jerry touched on something earlier. Uh, Condolences to the families that was um, massacred up in Buffalo um, this past this weekend. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Um, how it's going on. It's still it's still amazing to me how you have someone of non color. Have a mass shooting and survive, and they take him into custody. Mm-hmm. But someone of color can have a wallet <laughs> in his hand, and he gives him, and he's a he's more of a threat. He'll have
2: nothing in his hand,
0: and he's still more of a threat in situations like that. But that's a topic for another day. Um, any last words, James? Before we out? Nah, eat your vegetables. <laughs> See you, Prince. <prayers. laughs> I'm
2: Bruce G Man. Brian. We out, people. Peace. Willie,
0: we with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs>